Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show from the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. Yeah, there it is Wednesday, the 30th day of August, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Hello. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. Our podcast, which a new episode of the BS Uncensored uh, will be released today on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or where you get your podcast. And uh, the video version, which I have to send you a link, Nikki. Thanks for reminding me, me, uh, on YouTube at The Bailey Show. Uh, so you can look uh, for that there. And at listen to the BS on social media. So all that good stuff. You know, if you're not in the bestest of moods today, just think it could be worse. You could be uh, enduring Hurricane Adelia, uh, which, you know, it's just I, I have PTSD from these storms living in Florida for most of my life and doing radio in Florida for you know, about 17 years, give or take. And uh, it, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly with these storms. You know, as a broadcaster, <clears throat> you know, it's fun to have the jokes and the bits and all that stuff. I mean, you know, that's the good stuff, right? You, you know, to giggle and goof around in, in, in radio. I mean, we have the best jobs in the world. Um, but th- there's not a more fulfilling feeling than being a broadcaster and being there before, during, and after a storm and being the comfort food for an audience. I didn't know that was the name of the storm. Adelia? Adelia. That's my cousin's name. Yeah, Adelia. Well, she's blowing Florida right now all over the place. It's <laughs> wild. I mean, she's the hurricane. She's just all over it. Dang. She's, she's I mean, and that's a nasty storm. I, I told Nelson this like a, like a week ago. I said, I just got a bad feeling about this storm. And it's it's hitting um, it, it's hitting at a cat category three. And it will be dumbed down to a two probably sooner than later because it's got a lot of land to go over. Mm-hmm. But it's going up there in that armpit of Florida where you've got like PCB, which is Panama City Beach and Destin and I think Cedar Grove and all these beachy little towns. And uh, and then it's just going to go. It's got a lot of land. So you got a lot of rain going up there up and then probably through Savannah and Georgia. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. It was going to hit Savannah. But the worst parts, one of the worst parts about a hurricane are the feeder bands, and the feeder bands are the outside of the storm, uh-huh. and those are the things that cause the tornadoes. And oh, and the aftermath of stuff coming after the rain comes. Well, no, it's during. It's just it spreads out. Like people that have not been through a hurricane, you look at the hurricane, you're like, well, there's the middle of the hurricane. As long as you're not in the middle of the hurricane, that's what I always thought. Now you got to look at that outside those feeder bands. Those feeder bands, man, they'll kick your ass, and that's when the tornadoes hit and uh, or form and you know. Then you got to deal with these yahoos in the news that are, are out there. It, the hypocrisy, <clears throat> I always like to call out hypocrisy. You know, you, you have these news people. Like when when you have it, when you're going through a, a natural disaster or any type of disaster, mm-hmm. your local news person is your go to. Yep. Right? So let's say here in California, we're dealing with a wildfire. You don't necessarily want to go to CNN or Fox or MSNBC and listen to their coverage. You want your guy. 
right? That's why I think the most important person at any news station locally is mm-hmm. the meteorologist. Right. They're yep. not. They might not ever be right, but when something goes down, they're going to be letting you know what, they, what you need to know. They take the sports coat off and they roll up the yes, sleeves. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you develop a personal relationship with that person through your television. Yeah, because they're out there. Right. Just like people do with radio personalities, it's a personal relationship that you develop. You can't form that personal relationship with these people on a national level that are there telling you about the storm, and then they go, hey, don't come out here, but I'm good. Because what? You're so skilled in hurricane survival? (laughs) Right, that you can be standing out there. (laughs) You look like you barely can take the trash out on a Wednesday, Uh and you're trying to tell me that you're better at standing in the the 80-mile-per-hour or 60-mile-per-hour, 160-mile-per-hour wind gusts than I am? Exactly. You know, so, but... uh, They they, have to say that, though. Just put a... Look... Put a camera out there. All you're doing is telling us what we see. Oh, that does make sense. You don't go out there. Just put the camera out there. I don't need you in my way. See, I like them out there. (laughs) You like to see their hair blowing in the wind? I do. (laughs) You know why you like them out there? Because it's not me? No, because it's a NASCAR race. Uh huh. You want to? I do. I'm waiting for a stop sign to blow down the street. That's yes. all. That's all. You're, you're, <laughs> you're not wrong. You, you're, you're waiting for the crash, mm-hmm. and that's why people like to see weather you're people wrong. in the news because they're waiting for the for the cow to fly by and hit them in the head. Uh huh. Yeah. You nailed it. Sick bastards. Entertaining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then you look at the ones that are out there, and they've got the gear of the network that they're on, and the ones that don't have. Like a friend of mine does uh, local news in Orlando for um, the NBC affiliate, and she had just, uh, I I wrote something on my Facebook, you know, to my Florida people, good luck, you got this, that kind of thing. And she replies back with a picture, you know, of her and her her WFTV gear, gear, and Mm -hmm. she's got her, you know, her little hat on, and her blonde hair is all wet, and, you know, she's got her little windbreaker on with the, you know, the Mm -hmm. the television station. I'm like, (laughs) that's how you do it. (laughs) Represent. But when you watch television and you see the person that's, from the network, and they send out in the middle of the storm. That means they're exposable. Yeah, they're the they're the grunts, and that's all they were called in GI Joe figures. Mm-hmm. Like they're stormtroopers. Yep, you just put them out there because they can afford to get they, the network can afford a stop sign or a cow to come by and hit them in the head. Yes, sir. They got a replacement ready. They're yeah, they're the first person that dies in the horror film. Yeah, in Star Trek, they'd be in a red uniform. Exactly. Yeah, that's who they are. <laughs> so whenever you watch a national national coverage of a of a natural disaster, look for the people because this is what happens. They give the gear of the network to the people that they like and that count that have seniority. The people that don't have the gear were last on the list and are expendable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you watch the coverage when they bounce around to the different <laughs> the different people. I've already seen it on the TV here. And, and, and look how lowbrow it is with the people that aren't wearing yeah. the gear from the network. Oh, yeah. The guy that had the, the logo just a second ago, he's all dolled up. and It's like the wind isn't even affecting him. And then there's the woman who looks like she fell like three times. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's... You know, it's not even that windy. He looks like they it looks like they got him a nice Airbnb yeah, on the water. Right. The other chick is about knee deep in water. <laughs> Looking like she's about to fall over oh, yeah. at any minute. <laughs> With boats passing by because uh-huh. she doesn't have the gear. <laughs> I'm telling you. She had to set up her own camera. Uh today's a very exciting day for Nelson. Oh, God. I can't wait to see what this is. Neither can I. I have that. Remember, I told you I had, a, I had two surprises. Oh, this is the second of this two This is the surprises. second surprises, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. 
So when we get back, I'll let you take some guesses. And Nikki, if you don't mind, <laughs> if you could uh, put a poll up on the Facebook. How many uh, how many spots can you fill with those polls? Do you know? Uh, normally about four or five. Okay. So y'all get two guesses then. Okay. You get two guesses to see what, what you think it is. I mean, you have to have some idea, right? I have no idea. Really? Okay. Well, you can ask for clues. I, I was yeah, hoping. Yeah, I need clues. I was I hoping no I could either. get some clues. Okay. I'll try to think of some clever ones. Mm-hmm. Not now, but when we get back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early for my brain to work. <laughs> 916-909-0985. me a hand. This is why you don't joke on text. Huh. What did oh, you do? No. Text, what did you do? I just texted my wife. We have to talk about the future of our relationship. Yeah. You that thought was, that was a joke? It was a joke. Well, no, I didn't think it was. I knew it. I knew it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's not ever going to come across as a joke to a woman. And then reality, you know, hit me in the back of the head and said, "You better follow that up quick." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she, you know, so she makes my breakfast and my lunch, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm, I'm baby man too. Okay, right, like that. And Thanks. and uh, and she get, makes me these overnight oats with peanut butter at the bottom, and so they're good. so delicious. I haven't tried them yet. Oh my! Nelson told me they're delicious. Though. So good, so good. You know, she gives me my <laughs> energy drink. She makes me a sandwich. She puts some chips in there. She burps them. Blah know. blah 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 blah. Well, this morning she expects me to make my own breakfast. Like she put one of those uh, microwavable uh, pancake protein things in there. <laughs> and I'm sure you. <laughs> and I mean, they're okay. They're good, but I mean, it's a. It's a headache. I mean, it lies to you. It says 60 seconds. It takes a, a good two minutes. Oh, my gosh. Not two minutes. What a bitch. You, you know, know what I mean? But then you can't eat it right afterwards. So if you think you can just put those in and stir and microwave and then stir again and then nope. microwave, nah, you got to put it in the freezer for like four minutes. Uh-huh. For no, to- you don't. All you oh. have to do is blow on it. No. You're not a two-year-old. Come on, baby man burn his tongue? No, you just take it out, blow it, and eat it. No, 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 no. Just, I, she got lava mouth. But plus, you want it to harden up a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So and then it, then it, then it goes real fast. It's like it's done in a couple of seconds. So anyway, I was like, uh, no oats, no spoon. I mean, jeesh. And then there was like no answer. Like, Bay, you there? He was over there pacing. Like, oh. okay, what am I going to say back to him? So I'm, I'm sitting there going, what? I'm, I'm joking, dude. You all good? Do I need to come home? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, just text me back. You know, I'm sleepy. It's all good. All right. So uh, I promised you. I, what was the first surprise that I gave to you? I gave you. I already gave you one. Yeah. You gave him a bunch of food. Wasn't yeah. The, that fu- it? the the first surprise I thought was the food. Or was it the song? Oh no! It's it was, yeah. It baby was the song. Baby it was the song. Baby man. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was okay. a song. It was the song. See, so it's was, just raining gifts for me, so it's hard to I tell. I know. I know. Making it rain. <laughs> Prizes. <laughs> so this one has been uh, at least a week in the works. Okay. And now it's complete. Uh, oh, complete. this is the one you said had to ferment or something? Oh, yeah. There's fermentation involved. Yes. Okay. It's coming back to me. I was hoping you guys would forget about that, but okay. Nope. No, we didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, I have it. Okay. It's in this room as we speak. Okay. Are you sniffing for sniffing. it? Well, I'll just ferment. Would you like to guess what it is, Nikki? Okay. We'll to... put a Facebook poll. We'll put a poll. I, we're we're going to put, we're going to pull out. We're going to pull everywhere. <laughs> so if you follow us on social media, listen to the BS. We'll have a bunch of polls, so you can guess. Okay, it had to ferment. So. I think he wants you to forget the ferment part. Well, I'm not forgetting it, because I think that's part of my clue. Or did you have some other clues for us? Well, yeah, I can give you a clue. Okay, I'm that'll help. Before I make my guesses, I want my guesses to count. Uh, I would not need to buy a vowel at least for the first two guesses. Buy a vowel? 
All right, so I was going to say P. That's not a vowel. Boom. A spin. Um, no. All right. So, okay. Then here's my first guess. Oh, this is a good one. I'm not going to buy about. Um, dang, does he like peaches, though? I want to say something with peaches, so I'm going to say peach jam. All right. Peach jam. Yeah. All right. Do you have a second guess? No, I need to hear more clues. <laughs> I got well, to be good with my second guess. That's my first one. Salad spinner. Because you got to spin. If you don't buy a vowel, then you got to spin the wheel. So is that your your guess? Salad, salad spinner. Yeah. Salad, salad spinner. spinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know salad. me and salad spinners. Well, you just got a lot of stuff that left over yeah. from the Georgia house that's made it to my house, so I don't know. There, there, there's a buddy of mine from college. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we experimented. We used to call him salad spinner. <laughs> that was his nickname. <laughs> you might find the answer within the band SR71. That's a brilliant clue. Oh, my God. SR71. I don't know who that <laughs> Right now, I know I actually know way more SR seventy one songs than I should. Like I know that whole album. Ooh, what's a good song you know from their album? He's not gonna go into the deep cuts. He's not talking about fame. Of right now, the only single they had was Right Now. But if you tie it in with you don't gotta buy a vowel, SR seventy SR seventy one is a spy plane. SR. Sriracha. Sriracha. Oh, you made your own sriracha. I made my own sriracha. I made I made my own Well, you said I had a ferment. Now you I can't forget ferment. SR band. Okay. okay. That's What's a good my guess? guess? SR. I'm sor- sriracha. I want a sriracha. Because he likes it. I'm going to say sriracha. I right. want a sriracha. Not that I don't know how you got that, but I'm going to just say do, do I have to come up with a different guess because she came up with sriracha? Yes. Son of a gun. Sriracha SR. Sriracha. Can I guess another type of chili oil? Well, Szechuan might, chili crisp. You might want you might want you might want me to give you another clue. Okay. Um it's a spy plane. It's not a spy plane. Well, that's what an SR-71 <laughs> is, okay? SR. No, but it did fill up my pantry. Because it was a lot of it. Shoot. I'm not going to do a lot of stuff. It's a Costco gift card. It fills up the pantry. Fill up a pantry. You don't, have, don't take much Costco to fill up a pantry. I stand by right. that. Costco gift card. He knows I'm hungry. Those so are you, our he's guesses. been seeing me eating my. my I feel meat. like we're missing it, but shoot. we are. Okay. okay. So those are, those are your guesses. Yes. You can put that poll up there. What are the guesses? Run them down again. Peach. All right. So we have peach jam, yep. a salad spinner, yes. sriracha, and Costco gift card. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a host that does so much for you? No. Where's the thank you? Don't we have a song for that or something? Don't we play something? For him to be appreciative. Yeah, appreciative. Didn't we have that conversation <laughs> one time, Nikki? We did. Yeah, he's just not appreciative. He's not. What do you mean I'm not appreciative? I say enough. thank you all the time. And I keep coming back for more, just like Griana. You do. Yeah. So I'm withholding. I'm withholding my love from you. Is that what it is? I just, I keep, I'm a. He keeps uh, coming back for abuse. He's a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton for, that's what it, I, was, I was trying to think of that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I'm a, I'm a grutton for a tootin' or what is it? <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just a glutton. I don't know that. What is, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. You're hurting for a squirting? No, it's a. I don't know a gluten for a tootin'. I just know a glutton for punishment. <laughs> There's a term. It's, I'm a. I don't know that one. You can't get past, you that can't get past the hurting now. <laughs> it's a term. It's like, I'm a, I don't think it's gluten for a tootin'. I don't know gluten for tootin'. I only know glutton. It's a, I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, I'm a something for a something. Well, that's what I am to you. 
I'm a something for I'm a I'm a rooting for a toot. I'm rooting for a toot, and I like that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's you. a really good chance I just made it up. That's all right. <laughs> I like it. People are gonna start using it. You'll see. <laughs> just make sure they give you credit. But it, I'm right. gonna I'm gonna give the definition of it just for all intents and purposes right now, uh-huh. and that means that it means I'm a, a, a gluten for a punishment. Right. Is it a, a gluten? <laughs> for now you're gluten. <laughs> That's what's in wheat, dude. You're a glutton. glutton. Yeah, and sometimes I feel wheat. <laughs> I get wheat in the knees. I'm impressed that you were getting ready to sing that song, Bailey. He knows SWV. Barely. He knows all the sisters and all oh, the Oh, I voices. was thinking of a different song. I you know he was. Yeah. No, you weren't thinking of SWV wheat. What's the other one? I get wheat when I see you. Oh, see, he was finna sing something else. I tried to save him. I tried to save you. You saved him. (laughs) Sisters with voice. Sometimes I'm just wheat in the head. (laughs) And I don't get the signs. (laughs) All right. Uh, You'll get it towards the end of the show. Yes. Thank you. Did you bring a blindfold? I do. Okay. It's a homemade blindfold, but yes. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't care where it comes from, just as long as you can't see. No, I cannot. Either that or I have to throw sugar in your eyes. No. Oh, Jesus. Oh, goodness. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Pour some sugar on Nelson. I like giving prizes. <laughs> well, thank you. You're good at it. Yeah. Y'all just going to skip over my reference? I laughed. Okay. I thought that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, I don't know you. if it's worth talking about. I just. I thought well, that was good of me to know that. No, it was It was very good of you to know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's one of those things you just like, somebody's listening and goes, oh, that's cool, making Dino's Death Leopard. <laughs> It's not where we. It's not where you stop down the show and go. Oh, that was awesome, Mickey. <laughs> it was awesome. You just you just name checked a, a very popular band's most famous song. Cool on a rock station. Wow, you're the man. It is Nicky though. So it's like I'm the woman. If it should be weighted. Uh, all right, uh, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a shooting took place at a sporting event. Yeah. All right. Big story from today. Getting learned with your first round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. 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 First round of headlines, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com, that is their website. Get in touch with the Good Guys Heating and Air. Nikki. Smuggling food in an event is fun, but not a gun. H1. Just more like, wow, I can't believe that happened. How'd you get a gun to the the ballpark? Really, that's what I was worried about. But, you know, everything was safe inside the building, so that was good. You know, so we didn't, you know, we didn't hear much information at all. Uh, Smuggling a gun inside of a ballpark allegedly is now, according to an ESPN reporter, being said that this woman smuggled it in through her fat rolls. They're saying the metal detectors went off when she walked through. They did like the wand down. Nothing was on her because she was hiding it in there. And then she went into the game. Now, the details of what happened are still very foggy. The police is saying one thing. But again, this reporter who dropped this information on ESPN yesterday is stating that it was a 26-year-old woman involved a 42-year-old woman and a 31-year-old woman, and they're thinking the 26-year-old had the gun in her stomach and she moved some kind of way in the seat and the gun went off. They're saying that one bullet hit those three women. Wow. Yeah. This is at the White Sox game. At the White Sox game, absolutely. And I believe they were playing Oakland. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And, and, and so she, the, the two conflicting stories is she just wanted to carry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how fat was this woman? I mean, like... I get it. You can smuggle something under a fat roll, but a gun, I mean, even if it's a pocket pistol, right, you still got to have some pretty hefty fat rolls for that thing. Rolls. to. to well, plus hold the, the weight of the gun. 
plus the sweat, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the, the myth of guns just going off, the trigger has to be pulled. That's what there I has to be there has to be one in the chamber, mm-hmm. right? You, the, you dropping a gun, you know, is not going to set it off. At least that's what an expert told me. Sure, especially I've heard the a same, modern gun. Yeah, I've heard the same things, but I'm also hearing several instances where people are shooting themselves with their own guns, and they're saying they didn't pull the trigger because they pull. Yeah, you know, they had to pull the trigger. It just doesn't go yeah. off. It, like it, that's just that's not a thing. It just doesn't go. I mean, again, this was this was an expert. You know, a gun guy mm-hmm. told me this, you know, because I, you know, took a class one time and he's like, you know, it's a myth that you drop a gun and it just goes off. So to have a gun in your fat roll, <laughs> it, like there's nothing in your fat roll that's pulling the trigger. No. Well, she has this cigar, uh, cigar size burn on her stomach. So that's what's making them say that the gun went off while still in her stomach roll yeah. and the burn happened to her. The bullet goes out and hits the other two women. I would believe maybe they put the gun back in the fat roll, but to fire the weapon from the fat roll, mm-hmm. like you would have, there would still be wound damage around where the fat closes in on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I buy into that too. It was fired and then and then put back in there, put back into the and fat roll. And that's why she was burned. And that it was still hot. Sense. And maybe mm-hmm. she smuggled it in in the fat roll, but she fired the weapon. I mean, I don't know, but you know what I mean? That's right. what makes the most sense. Was there an altercation? Did she know these women? We have no idea if there was an altercation, what happened. The two stories are one went off in her, her stomach. The second story is she took it out of her stomach and had it in her pocket, and it just went off from her pocket. <laughs> so no scenario says that these women got into an argument, that she pulled out the gun to shoot them, nothing like that. Were they fans of two different teams? Nope, they were all sitting on the same side. Well, that, that's not a thing in baseball. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it doesn't say that they were fans of two different They, they don't teams. split up baseball <laughs> parks. It's like a <laughs> wedding party. Are you here for the They're group? all sitting together. Are you here for the A's? Are you here for the White Sox? <laughs> right this way, sir. White Sox to the right, please. <laughs> I mean, people don't normally get shot at baseball games either. That's like the chillest sporting event to go to. Overweight gun-toting women to the left, please. Thank you very much. We have you right here in Section 202. Thank you. You have a straight shot at any of these people straight if you'd like them. Shot. Thank you very much. Well, being in the pocket makes more sense that it could accidentally go off in that you have things in your pocket that a trigger could catch on. Oh, that makes sense. Like if I had my keys in my pocket and I'm moving around enough, that could position it in a place where the keys catch. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a book on people that have lied about misfiring (laughs) a gun, you know, starting with Plaxico Burris. Oh, my God. Plax. (laughs) He shoots himself in in the leg at a club. You know, and I think at first he said, you know, it just went off, Mm -hmm. you know, but you know, damn well with a lot of these people, they just are trying to show out and they'll pull out their gun and they're like, look what I got on Mm -hmm. me. Look how tough I am. And, you know, and their finger will be on the trigger and everybody knows you, you you line your finger up on the barrel, you know, until you're ready to fire the gun. And it it, it, it just goes, you know, the triggers pulled for whatever reason. The guy shot himself in the, in the, in the leg. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, didn't help his football career out all that much either. No. <laughs> it was funny. What was that one game where someone else scored against them and they did a pretend shooting themselves in the thigh? And they, they, <laughs> oh, yes. that was cold-blooded right there. Yeah. I would have liked to see that. That was pretty good. So finally somebody's done this. I'm not a big fan at all of the watered-down lawsuits. You know, we live in a very Sue happy society. I don't need to tell you that. But uh, I am a fan of... 
people being held accountable. And if you have to go through the judicial system, then so be it. I don't know how this works. I mean, like, who would say, hey, I need to find a lawyer. Are you the guy or girl to take this lawsuit because I want to take on Burger King because what I have in my hand is not what I see on TV? But how many how many items do you see in a store that you buy that you bring them home and that thought crosses your mind? Where I need to sue these some bitches because I ain't getting what I'm paying for. All right, I'll tell you that story. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. If you want to get in on it, 916-909-0985. Thanks for being here. It's the BS Hangout. We got the poll up everywhere, right? We have it up everywhere. All right, Nikki. So the four options on what Baby Man's secret prize is from me uh, is either peach jam. Salad spinner. Salad spinner. Sriracha. Sriracha or a Costco gift card. Yep. And those are exactly how you need to type it in if you're going to text in on the text machine. Yeah, there we go. 916-909-0985. I know, Good luck spelling sriracha. I know, I know you're over there salivating <laughs> over a salad spinner. <laughs> God, I really hope he got me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw an ad on Instagram the other day, and it was the bestest salad spinner ever. You want me to be healthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding people accountable. I'm a big fan. One of my mantras, right? Mantra is the right word? Yes. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. And, you know, although I'm not, you know, a huge fan of uh, the, the, the lawsuits for everything, you know, if you've got to take it to court, you know, just to prove a point, then so be it. I'm a big point prover guy as well. And so this judge has said this lawsuit <clears throat> over two small whoppers can actually proceed. And this is a federal judge in Miami has decided that it should be up to jurors. I mean, it sounds silly, mm-hmm. but if you look at the big picture, it makes a lot of sense. Because we get scammed all the time. We do, and the prices are increasing. <clears throat> right. So uh, this uh, federal judge is leaving up to the jur- uh, jurors to determine what uh, reasonable people think about Burger King's in-store ads for the Whopper. The argument is the person in question, the plaintiff, I guess would be, uh, says that the Whoppers on the commercials are not the Whoppers that you get in the store. They're not. They're way too small. Now, most of us just kind of take it. Walk funny for a couple days and then move on with our lives. Right. Right. And, and you're like, you go back a couple days later and get another one. Because there's nothing, <laughs> we just don't think there's anything we can do about it. I mean, the, the biggest culprit of this is chips, right? You go and yeah. you, you, you buy chips, they, everything's more expensive, more expensive. And then you open up the chips and they're halfway full. The rest is full of air. And, you know, I've always, I've never really looked into it, but I'm like, all right, it says so many ounces of chips. I bet they're, the ounces are right. Is it the chips or the bag that they're saying for the ounces? And like, so anyway, I mean, like we just take it again. You know, again, we take it. And we walk funny for a couple of days and, and that's just the thing. Can you guys think of any other items that would be in the same category as this, where if you were to take it to a lawyer, say, look, I got a lawsuit because, you know, the subway thing, right? And, yep. and the Internet is the is the biggest whistleblower out of all this. Mm-hmm. If everybody remembers the subway stuff where the guy, and I think he was joking at first, he didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. He takes a, you know, a foot long, 12 inches, mm-hmm. piece of bread from subway and he puts a ruler up to it and it's like 11 inches. You're yep. lying to me. Right. It's I'm not, not what it is. I'm not getting what I'm paying for mm-hmm. what you're telling me I'm paying for. And, and then it blew up and went crazy. <clears throat> and they right. got sued. And they got sued and mm-hmm. subway had to I think ever I think all these Sandwich artists now have to actually measure each piece of <laughs> right piece of bread. So, is there anything else you can think of? So, I have two things that I can think of. One of them is Taco Bell. 
every time I go there, the picture of how the nachos look, the chalupas, even the tacos, when you get them, it is a fragment of the size, the quality of what you're getting. It's never the same. Okay, hold on. So should ads, visual ads, be what you're getting? I think they should. And is it the actual look of the lettuce and the ham? Because you know that food's not real. Right. Right. It's 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 all done up to 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 dock it up, right? Mm-hmm. Or is the argument the size? Because you could have the same argument when you say, "Oh my god, that actor or actress is the lead in a movie and wow, they look really good in this photo shoot, but that's not how they really look." So mm-hmm. technically they're lying to you. Yeah, but I think you expect same thing, right? that with yes. a movie because you you kind of know a lot of that stuff is fake with your food. I don't expect anything with my food to be fake or not real, so to speak. So do you keep going back to Taco Bell, even though you know you're yes. getting jobbed? I, I do. I still go back. I've you, never thought about you, suing them. You take it and you walk funny for three days. And and But I do always get it and be like, oh, this is such a ripoff. So and every time. Go on. Every time. When I get chalupas, every time, because I'm always mad. Because I, I always order it because of the picture. And then when yes. I get it, I'm like, right. I keep forgetting. It's so never right. golden like no. the way it's fried on them. So never. if anybody follows Nikki D on social media and you see her eating a chalupa, know she's mad. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am mad. Chalupa equals angry Nikki D. <laughs> chalupa angry today. <laughs> Just go, wow, that chalupa looks delicious. Well, she's pissed. <laughs> Not as delicious as it could be. You know, you've heard of comfort food. Well, there's angry food. <laughs> Nelson? Yeah, it's the it's the Ninja Turtle or various face ice cream thing that you would get from the ice cream man growing up. You always remember oh, it? It was like a dollar, a dollar fifty, Ninja Turtle, Tweety Bird. in there. Two gumball eyes. Have you ever seen it where those gumballs are where the eyes are at? No. Nope. The gumballs never have any color. No. Nope. And everything <laughs> wow. is all faded and muted, dude. That, You're right. Yep. I'm telling you, I think we have a class action lawsuit The same on thing hands. with Tweety. The eyeballs ain't ever right there either. <laughs> and, and Tweety not even yellow most of the time. No, nope, sure isn't. Mm-hmm. It's faded. Please, for... All of us, uh-huh. would you find a lawyer and make that a thing? <laughs> I know they will. I mean, make that a, I, I want to see you fight that fight. I'm ready to fight it. I think that's. Just one time I want a Donatello and it be the purple with the, the eye band and the gumballs be in the right spot. You're going to get a judge that's going to go, really? <laughs> but okay. They took, the, they took the Whopper fight on. That's what your precedent would be. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, well, if you look at uh, Miami 59-432. Thank you. People versus Whopper. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I think we have a case here. And I think the Whopper lawsuit's bull anyway, because I am pleased with the size of the Whopper I get when I order a Whopper. You know where they should take this? Where? The People's Court. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And have Judge Wapner. Oh, my God. Preside. Preside. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Nailed it. If he's even still alive. I don't know if Wapner's still with us. There's got to be a Wapner Jr., though. So you just get somebody in the Wapner family. <laughs> Right. To fight it. Like, the only way I will proceed with this lawsuit is, yeah. So, I mean, just about everything that, you know, when you go to the grocery store, the grocery store used to make you happy, right? It was, it oh, was yes. Right? It now, it, now it makes you angry because things are so expensive, ridiculously expensive, and they change from, from week to week. Mm-hmm. You know, last week you go in and you're looking at peanut butter and it's X amount of dollars, and the next week you go in you're like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, what happened? Uh, and, and you're like, Why? You know, 
don't stop with this COVID stuff. Stop with you don't have a, you don't have enough people to make peanut butter. People don't even make peanut butter. It's a I machine. Said, I said the same right. thing when I went to get some mayonnaise the other day. It was like six dollars. Wow. Like, never mind. I don't really need it. <laughs> I don't think anybody understands. Then when you get it, you get jobs, right? You're like, I'm not getting all my peanut butter in here. Can I just pay extra for this? When right. you go to a restaurant like a Starbucks or something, and they don't fill your cup up, do you make them, or do you take your cup not filled to the top? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, well, I don't think my cups never not filled. But if you're saying if they did not fill it, yes, that is ha- that has happened to me a few times. Mm-hmm. I will ask them to fill it to the top. I do too. And every every time I'm with somebody, like how you all be shaming me in restaurants, oh. they're like, "Oh, why'd you do that? Because I'm paying seven dollars for this soda." I want it all the way to the top. Don't give me halfway full. But you know you have to follow that up with fill. Please fill it to the top. Don't add any more ice. Oh, absolutely. Oh, she, I always say light ice. You don't have to worry about her and ice. She's yeah. all on the light ice. Period. I'm telling you that off top. Yeah. So then when you still don't fill my cup, I'm going to say, excuse me, please, could you <clears throat> fill me up to the top? Thank you. I'm <clears throat> nice about it. That's what you have to. That's nice. That's yeah. what. That's what you have to say at Subway. <laughs> That's nice. When they're making your sub, you have to say light on the lettuce, dude. Yep, absolutely. I'll I give say you that. that. Too. I'll give you that. I say that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's lettuce is the equivalent of insulation in your attic, <laughs> right? They try to give you so much. It's way over code. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you didn't want any meat on this, right? Just they, lettuce and tomatoes, just please. <laughs> The secrets of working in the business, right? I mean, like, I don't know all the secrets. I'd love to know all the secrets. But you know when they hire you, they, like, fill it up with as much lettuce as possible to make yes. it look as mm-hmm. full as you full. possibly can. Yep. Yeah. My uh, wife had to, uh, I don't know if you were listening yesterday, but at the end of the show I had a, an emergency with one of her dogs. She didn't have a car, uh, so she had to take an Uber. And uh, so she was Ubering around all day yesterday. She Ubered to the vet, and then she Ubered to go get her hair cut. You're bound to, if you take enough Ubers in one day, have a story in a situation. Mm-hmm. Well, she had what might be the oddest, weirdest Uber driver yesterday. Mm. You'll never guess why he was weird, because automatically I know you're thinking creepy. Uh-huh. Not creepy, just like, dude, you're way too weird. I need to get out of this car <laughs> as soon oh. as possible. To the point where she was texting me the entire time because he was that weird. She wants you to know all her location. <laughs> right. I'll tell, you what, in case. I'll tell you what he did here in a minute. Hang on. The Uber app should have an option when you rate your driver if weird. Like, that's not an option. You know? Five. One I mean, through ten. I mean, you can type it in, I'm sure. Or leave yeah, you a, can type it in your comments. Leave a comment. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think put weird in the comments? I think a lot of people probably put weird in comments. How many times you had a weird Uber driver? I've had several weird Uber drivers, but not to the point where I felt like I wanted to get out of their cars type weird. What defines weird to you? Um, Creepy? Their conversation or their body language is defined weird to me. Like when I get in the car and I'll, I might say something just like, you know, hey, how you doing? And they just, uh, or they grunt. Or <laughs> they say nothing back. And I'm like, all right, this is weird. So I'm just be quiet. I hate the grunt. Right. Just get to my destination. Hey, man, how safely. you doing today? <laughs> like I just could get a grunt. And I'm like, okay. Ugh. So uh, so yesterday we had a slight emergency. We have two cars in the house. I got my truck and then my daughter's got her car and, you know, she's working, and then she goes to, to college, and so she's she's in and out all the time. So my poor wife doesn't have a car at the house, right? Uh, she sold it before we moved out here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we'll get an, an, another one eventually here, but for right now, she doesn't have one. We really don't need one. And uh, yesterday we had an emergency with one of our dogs, so she had to take it to a vet, and 
So she didn't have a car, so she takes an Uber to a vet, in which the vet online said they had walk-ins, and then they said no, so she had to Uber back <laughs> with the dog and mm-hmm. then kind of regroup, figure it out, and then go to another vet. Uber's there. That's fine. That's good. And then she had a hair appointment. So, you know, you, women in your hair appointments yep, take like get there. five hours, you know, to sit there for whatever reason. <laughs> so she Ubers to her hair appointment. And then finally she's coming home like 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6.30 last night. So I'm finishing up my work and I'm like, hey, look, I can break and come and, and get you. She's like, no, 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 no. I've already ordered the Uber. I'm fine. She's like, it's only 15 minutes away. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Well, that's a cool chick, right? Uh-huh. She's like, you keep doing what you're doing. I don't want to bother you. I got it. I got it. Just I'll, I'll Uber home. I love you. That's awesome. Well, then she, I, I should have gone and picked her up because I couldn't concentrate on anything I was doing. She's blowing up my phone <laughs> the entire ride. And she's like, I, I don't feel comfortable. This guy's weird. He's the weirdest Uber driver I've ever had. He's the weirdest person I've ever been around. And I'm like, are you okay? Like right. blink, you know, say pineapple or something. Like, do you need me to come and get you? And I'm like, what, what is he doing? I'll tell you when I get home. Just keep texting back and forth with me. So now I'm freaking out. Uh-oh. I'm thinking that he's hitting on her or uh-huh. trying to give her a pill or something or put a needle in her arm. Like, what is, what's you happening? Ride past your house <laughs> and keep going. So she comes home and she comes up to, to my office and, uh, and I'm, I'm like, you're alive. That's good. you know. Because <laughs> if you weren't, I'd have to make my own dinner. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and I said, why... <laughs> I said, why was this guy so weird? And she says, it was just the honest conversation. The entire 15 uh, plus or minus trip, he's trying to tell me that there's something to how street signs have capital letters and lowercase letters, and there's a sign, and there's a message, and we have to figure it out. Oh, that does sound weird. Oh, yeah. You're about to be chopped up in a bit. And I said, I don't understand. And she goes, well, I didn't either. So I said, what? You know, the worst mm-hmm. mistake you could have made. What? So to prolong the conversation. He says, think about it. Every stop sign you see, the first word starts with a capital letter. The second word starts with a capital letter. And then they'll have boulevard or street that starts with a capital letter. Silence. Rachel's is like, okay. Right. That's what I'm thinking right now. Okay. now deep, down in, deep down inside, she goes, yeah, I never really thought about that. But yeah, yeah I guess you're right. It does. You know, uh, uh, he goes, but think about the message. And she's like, oh, now it's getting real weird. Folsom Boulevard. F.B. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. I am not making this up. Oh I promise God. I did not get up this morning and say I wanted to bid out on everybody and make up this whacked out story. I mean, I couldn't even make this up. Facebook. <laughs> Do you think that's just a coincidence that people look at Facebook as FB, capital F, capital B, when granted Facebook is all lowercase, that's part of their gimmick, but they want you to join Facebook. (laughs) This street sign wants you to join Facebook. (laughs) She's like, whoa. Oh, my. I was like, talking about I saw the sign. I was like, oh, I wish I were with you because we would have to stop off at a dispensary to finish this conversation because <laughs> yeah. this is trippy. The next one was even better. So it was, um, oh, Blue Oaks Boulevard. Okay, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue B-O? Bob. Blue Oaks Bob. Do okay. you know a Bob? What's he doing and how is he? Have you checked? 
Just anybody named Are Bob. Are you asking me or is that what he asked her? <laughs> he Just asked her that. Anybody named Bob. Anybody named Bob. But There's whoever really knows somebody named Bob? Everybody knows a Bob. I don't even know a I Bob. Don't. But the guy was like, there's a reason why that sign right there wants you to think of Bob. Why? I don't know. <laughs> now I want to know. We need answers. Just like I told you about the dirt girl and you had the, the you know, answers behind why her dirt theory was right. Oh, yeah. We need to girl. know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know these things. The dirt girl made a lot of sense. <laughs> she didn't to me. <laughs> yeah, the dirt girl. Like, you talk to my father-in-law. The dirt girl's genius. <laughs> No she made a me. lot. Well, then maybe this conversation that makes no sense to me, somebody's like, oh, yeah, dude, there's something to that. There's something to the sign. Folsom Boulevard. So when does Facebook? Uh, you want to join it? Have you joined Facebook? You want to join Facebook? Go like something right now. <laughs> Subliminal messages. When does Rach's first uh, concealed carry class start? Oh, we're looking into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already in the works. <laughs> Right now, she just has a very large taser. <laughs> hey, it'll get the job done. Right. All right, second round of headlines. Bob. You know what Bob? <laughs> Bob. It's like, is the guy high? Is there something wrong with him? Is he you know, special or something? She's like, no, nah, I mean, I don't think so. Just it's like Gary Busey. Did you start this conversation? No, I didn't start this conversation. He just started telling me about the signs and the signs. All right, second <laughs> round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where the $4 movies cause chaos. Yeah. All right, get you that uh, big story from today here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, second round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com or 530-GOOD-AIR. Quickly, please, Nikki D. More restrictions on teens is coming down the pipe. H2. Glenn, this was mall mayhem on Sunday. We're not talking about a couple of kids, but about 200 teenagers that got into fights and were jumping on tables and running around. In one case, I'm told that a kid was actually chased into one of the stores by 35 teenagers. This past Sunday, they had the $4 movie tickets where you can go to a lot of theaters because they were participating and see a movie for cheap. Well, this brought out a lot of teens to malls. One in particular, Marino Valley Mall. They had three separate fights, just a lot of chaos going on. So they're implementing a new rule after 5 p.m. If you are a teenager uh, under the age of 18, you're going to be required to wear a lanyard that's going to have your name and contact information so that they can get in contact with your parents. You guys brought it on yourselves. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a tons of videos that have gone viral with all these little punk asses doing just the stupidest stuff. Like, there are some kids that uh, I think this might have been in the U.K., or at least not here, but they they just, like, stop traffic, and they just start fighting everybody. There was uh, one with a bunch of kids with masks on that were just destroying, like, this mobile home park. And I mean, that's like, ridiculous. Like, what, what's your problem? I mean, if you're angry, that's fine, but this is just stupid. I guess the deal is is that people don't i mean we're too soft on people especially we're, kids especially these kids i saw a video that went viral yesterday where this little girl threw a shoe at her teacher and then basically proceeded to ask her what would she do about it and her teacher's like do you treat your mother like this and she's like maybe i do she's fine with it i'm like man well the teachers can't do anything if no. you look at these fight videos of these kids and you know i remember talking i've, I've got a, a a few friends in law enforcement i'm, I'm very much pro law enforcement and and uh, this this cop told me, he says, the worst person that you could possibly arrest is a, is a teenager 
because they're ridiculously strong. Mm -hmm. They have zero care. They know that they're not going to get in much trouble. Uh, They have nothing to lose. That's what she kept saying in the video. I'm a kid. I'm a kid. You can't do anything to me. So, so, I mean, something needs to be passed. We just, they need to get slapped. I mean, that's the good stuff, right? Slap them in the face and go back to old school parenting. Leave the gentle parenting for maybe the next breed of kids that's coming. Because these kids, it's not working. Not working at all. It's not working. Right? You would think that after a certain period, you're like, you know, it's just not working. We need to try something different. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but instead, it's like we get softer. Yep. You know, get well, more gentle. I don't think that's the route. I think we need to coddle them more. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, oh, I really think that we should give them stuff. You know, those kids that are, uh, I think they shut down the Nordstrom's in, in the Bay Area. Uh, it's been there for 30-some years because of uh, the kids coming in there and just taking the stuff because they're too soft on, on you know, the change of the law. Right, with the stealing. Those are kids. Mm-hmm. Those are all kids under 18 that are doing that, running in there, grabbing the stuff. Absurd. All right. Uh, aftershock passes, we got a pair of them, right? Two yes, one-day passes if you want them. And you get to pick your day whilst uh, days last. Right now, all four are still open. All four are open. That's good news for you. So we just need some players. Very simple. You can, uh, I know a few people are caught, like they call way early. (laughs) (laughs) They've been been trying for a week and a half. That's cool. And I appreciate that. (laughs) So you can, uh, we're going to do, you don't know Jeff. We have five five time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion, Jeopardy Jeff. We'll join the program. Uh, I believe he won last week. So you can take Team Jeopardy Jeff. Or you can take Team Bailey no, D. No, we won last week. I thought you guys won last we week. We won last we week. We were the right. winners last week. Yes. Going back to back. All right, 916-909-0985. Start lining up. You don't know Jeff. You're next. Hang Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called... You don't know Jeff. You don't know Jeff. Let's welcome to the program five-time, 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 five-time World Jeopardy heavyweight champion of the world, our friend Jeopardy Jeff. Good morning, buddy, buddy. Good morning to you all. Hope everyone's doing well. Yeah. Well, you uh, lost last week. Just want to remind you. I've actually (laughs) lost back-to-back weeks. I'm trying to avoid the three-peat. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, I keep track. You know that. I know you do. (laughs) Aaron, trying once again to get these aftershock passes. Uh, Aaron, what team will you take? Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? I'm here for Jeff's comeback, baby. Yeah, I figured you would be. You've been trying to get these aftershock tickets for a week and a half. Uh, Mike in Stockton, you have Team Bailey D going for the three-peat. All right, Michael? That is fine with me. Fine with you. You hang on the phone. Jeopardy Jeff, your buzz in sound is? Nikki D. Fave. Mine is woo. So if you hear minor Nikki's, we're on the same team. Jeopardy Jeff's so smart he doesn't need a partner. Nelson takes over. Please. In the category of the 90s, launching in 1998 and originally the search engine for Stanford's website, Whoa. Bailey D. That would be uh, Net, uh, Netgear, uh, no, um, Four. what it was, Three. Ne- uh, Facebook? Netscape. Netscape, okay. Final yeah. answer? Yeah. I would be incorrect. Launching in 1998 and originally the search engine for Stanford's website, what current mega company was founded in a garage? Jeopardy Jeff? Uh, Several of them were. Um, Three. Microsoft. No, whoa, whoa. That would be incorrect. You can't get any points, but go ahead. Oh, it's Apple. No, it's Google. Google? 
Dang. Search engine for Stanford's website. There's a lot of a lot of tricky words in there. <laughs> garage, Stanford. Gar- garage, yeah, would throw you off. Okay, go ahead. Next Still one. in the category of the 90s, you may have also collected what plush toy? Whoa. Babe. Beanie, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, there you go. And Beanie Babies would be correct. Oh! Too old for that one. <laughs> Beanie Babies. In the category of video games. This ghost-ridden maze was the first video game to Jeopardy Jeff. Pac-Man. That's right. That would be incorrect. (gasps) This ghost-ridden maze was the first video game to feature a female protagonist. Faith. Team Bailey D. Mrs. Pac-Man. And that would be correct. Bam! He's a a tricky, chunky man. (laughs) Baby man, fool you. Baby man, tricky. (laughs) The Master Chief and Cortana. Whoa. Bailey D. That would be uh, Halo. And that would be final answer? Yes. Correct. Yeah, I'm, up, I'm up in this bitch. Oh. 3-0. Aaron. Trust me, this game's going to go by real quick. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> in so. the category of money, China was the first country to use this type of currency. Whoa. That'd be Bailey D. The yen. Oh, yeah, that's right. That would be incorrect. Oh, shoot. What type of currency was first used by China, Jeopardy Jeff? I'll say cyber currency. And that would also be incorrect. It would be paper money. China, the first country to use paper money. Oh, that's interesting. It was all metal. Learn something. Yeah, that was good. I like that. That's neat. Launched in 1913, this is the central banking system of the United States. Jeopardy Jeff. Federal Reserve. And yeah. that would be correct. Correct the mundo. I knew that. I was just ta- thinking of the paper money. <laughs> Head wasn't in the game. In the category of movies, mm. what 1988 hit starred Eddie Murphy and got Whoa. a save? That'd be Bailey Dean. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I will go with that one. And that would be incorrect. Mm. I knew it. I said tricky. That chunky trick. What 1988 hit starring Eddie Murphy got a sequel in 2021 Jeopardy Jeff? <sighs> Five? Uh, four? I know what it is. You want me to tell Three, you the answer is? Dr. Doolittle? No. no. It's coming, coming to America. America. Correct. And that would have been correct. Hey, we yes. got to listen to the I, I, I know. I know. I know. What pop vocal group performs at the wedding in Bridesmaids? Boo! Bailey D. That is the Dan Band. Oh, no. It's right. not. No, it's no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. It's uh, Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Final answer? Yes. Yeah. And that would be correct. Oh, okay. I'm thinking Hangover. Ooh, I'm like, no, it's the ladies. I'm thinking Chunky and that, Tricky. And that wouldn't be it right either. It would be old school is what you were thinking. That's where the Dan Band is at, at Frank the Tank's wedding. No, they were also in Hangover. Oh, I guess I did not see that. At the end, yeah. Okay. The Dan Fair band. enough. In the category of agriculture. This legume is commonly rotated with corn to help replenish the soil through nitrogen fixation. Property, <laughs> Jeff. Soybeans. Soybeans. And that would be correct. Of course it's correct. <laughs> commonly rotated. <laughs> Paddy fields are synonymous with the cultivation of which crop? Whoa. Bailey Dean. Rice. Oh, that's a good guess. Rice paddy? It's not yeah. a guess. It's correct. Are you right? Okay. Final answer? Yes. Is that, yes. yes. Uh, and that would be correct. I don't guess, kiddo. Oh, okay. You know everything. I state fact. <laughs> All right, we got uh, 60 seconds. Just so everybody knows, 60 seconds. In the category of the 70s, 
Founded in 1977, the doors were only open for 33 months at this nightclub, perhaps. Whoa. Bailey D. Studio 54. And that would be correct. Oh, let's go. Perhaps New York City's most famous. That's why they call me Fact Jack. This supreme leader played Dorothy in The Wiz. Jeopardy Jeff. Oh, shoot. Oh, I know. Four, three. Kim Jong-un. Dave. Be correct. Which would we Bailey. That would be Diana Ross. Diana that Ross. would be the supreme leader Boom. that we were looking 30 for. Seconds. The supreme. I missed the last part. 30 seconds. In the category of alcohol, what ingredient is traditionally used to make a martini dirty? <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Uh, olive uh, uh, brine or oral. And that would be correct. Did you say olive oral? Oral. Brine or oral. Brine was Sounds like oral. something you'd ask your girlfriend named Olive if you had <laughs> dyslexia. <laughs> what happens to a can of Coors Light to let you know that it's cold? Whoa. That would be Jeopardy Jeff by a oh, hair. I don't know. About the that. mountain turns blue. And that would be correct. All right, 10 seconds. Here we go. In the category of musicians, Valentine's Day, The Lorax, The Giver, and Amsterdam are movies that star this international pop star. Whoa. Dave. Bailey D. Five. Four. The Jonas Brother? No. Five. I don't know. <laughs> Chick from Pretty Reckless. And that would be incorrect. <clears throat> Valentine's Day, The Lorax, The Giver, and Amsterdam star this international pop star. Oh, um, five, four. Taylor Swift. And that would be correct. Dang. <laughs> All right, that's it. What's the score? We won. We have seven. Jeopardy Jeff has five. Sorry oh, for the short no. uh, game, but, you know, sometimes it works out to our favor. <laughs> oh, no. You know I feel bad for I don't it. like these fast games. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to let it marinate. Aaron. Got to call us back tomorrow, dude. Sorry. Pick the, me, Jeff. You chose the wrong. Sorry, chose the wrong pill. Sorry, dude. Got to let you go. Mike, congratulations. You got passes for Aftershock. We uh, got more to give away this week, but you don't need those. So you got two one-day passes. You get to pick your day and enjoy yourself at Discovery awesome. Park in October. Awesome. Okay. Thank, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Give Jeopardy Jeff a follow on social media. Brother man, have yourself a good week. Have yourself a good Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right? All right, we'll do it again. Thanks. All right, we'll Bye. see ya. He's got his Orioles shirt on. Go O's. Go O's. Looked a little salty. Could you hear that at the end? Oh, yeah, way salty. Absolutely. <laughs> Salinated. He doesn't like losing. Not three times Jeopardy in a row. Jeff. This band is circulating to be the possible halftime show at this year's Super Bowl. We'll tell you that is here in a minute. Hang on. Fuck. This year's Super Bowl will take place in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, and the governor there was asked in a press conference who should play the halftime show and he replied very loudly acdc <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you know for some reason uh, the nfl is so anti-rock band for their halftime shows but i think after the success of uh the dre eminem nostalgia uh, collaboration montage yes. whatever you yes. want to call it I, I, somebody who puts all that together is going, God, that's what we need to do. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I've always said it. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times is that the best Super Bowl halftime shows feature numerous artists. You can, right. you can headline somebody, but to have the surprise guest or whomever come out 
because that's that's what it's all about. That's what makes it exciting. Nobody wants to sit there because now you're just targeting one on it. The Super Bowl halftime show is not for the people that are watching four quarters of football. No. The Super Bowl halftime show is to attract an audience that doesn't normally watch football. Exactly. And that's where you get your numbers. Commercials, too. Right, exactly. Uh, so, you know, as much as I'd like to see ACDC, I mean, Metallica is still, for the true rock fan, the band that we still want to see perform the Super Bowl halftime show. I know, but they'll, they never will. Why? Just because they just uh, they just won't. Like, they won't give in to rock fans like that. I, ACDC has a better chance of headlining the Super Bowl than Metallica does. But if they're going to do ACDC, are they not going to pull out other surprise rock bands like they did with the one last year? Yeah, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you right now, if ACDC is headlining it, Metallica is not going to be the surprise not no. publicized <laughs> band to show right. up. That's not happening. That would be dumb on all parts. But, you know, I also wonder if, you know, if it's not just an NFL thing for rock bands not performing, because they don't really sing. They're all tracked. Mm -hmm. And that's very anti-rock. I mean, there's conversations going on right now in the rock community where they're actually taking shots indirectly at each other because of bands using tracks in the back Mm -hmm. of songs. Right. You know, some are like, who cares? And others are, you know, that's you just don't do that. And for the gearhead, the the purest of in the rock world, you don't do that. You, you don't have to sing. You don't track. You don't do any of that. It's just it's instruments and it's you. You know you can get away with using the microphone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can get away with uh, wilding in it with the megaphone. Yep. But to have a you know a track playing in the background is mm-hmm. not not cool. You want to talk about it. like like a bunch of acts. Why don't they do like hair metal? That's you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just getting ready to say that, <laughs> and I thought about that because we just played Twisted Sister. Uh huh. But can you imagine having, let's just say, four different stage or five different? You have one in the middle, four different on the side, and they all join in the middle. Yes. And you have Poison. You and they. You couldn't have Motley Crue wouldn't do it unless Motley oh. Crue was the band. If they right. Were the headliners. Yeah, right. But it would work to their favor if they're using a track. You exactly. Know what I mean? <laughs> For all of them. Yeah, right. You know, but you could have Poison, Twisted Sister. You could have, oh God, and you have to have the. So you might not be the original band, but you definitely have to have the original lead singer, which is tough. For some bands. Oh, well, like right. that would have to be a requirement in order for them to be a surprise band. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants to see the guy that fills in for the now deceased Janie Lane and Warren. Exactly. Come out there and play. No offense to that guy because he's very good mm-hmm. and he's very nice, but and he'd probably agree. Right. You can't put that out there. No. And that's why you got to do it before they're all dead. Yeah. Now's the perfect time. Nostalgia is at such a premium right now. People need it and they want it. But this takes away from my my. Th- other theory on the halftime show, the Super Bowl, I believe it should be local, homegrown based. Like that somebody who's from there. Absolutely. I saw a video yesterday. Ed Sheeran was performing in Detroit and he brought out Eminem. Yeah. And I just got goosebumps was a watching weeks ago. the video. It was awesome. That's what yes. we did. Taylor Swift was known to do that before this Eras tour. You know, the, her last tour, whatever city she was in, she would bring out. An artist. Yeah, like when she was in Canada, she brought out Brian Adams. They did mm-hmm. Summer 69. That's just, I mean, that's what. Artists are now realizing that's what the fans want. People want it so bad. I felt like I was at that concert. I was so excited. Like, ah! So, you know, just off the top of my head, Vegas acts, well, take your pick. But, 
you know, most notable uh, in the rock world, at least. You got the Killers, Imagine Dragons. Oh, I didn't think about the Killers. Yeah. Um, you know, Imagine Dragons, I think, would do a better Super Bowl halftime show than the Killers, even though I'm a fan of both bands. But, you know, little known fact, possibly, but Imagine Dragons in the past 20 years is one of the largest or biggest selling uh, bands in the world. Really? Yeah. And they're considered a rock band, you know, which is, you know, questioning. But, mm-hmm. you know, I love Imagine Dragons. I think they're great. Drummer's from Atlanta, actually. Is he? Yeah. From okay. Atlanta. So, I don't know. <laughs> ACDC, maybe. I think they're going to do a collaboration. So, here's the rumor. And who's the sportsy guy up in New York that got thrown in jail for the ticket scalping or something? And then they, oh, um, they gave him a gig afterwards. Oh, John, I know what you're talking about. Chris Carton or something. Uh-huh. You know, anyway, he he had a real I, I read. I, I didn't listen, but I read that he said that the he heard the rumor is that they're going to do a combination of boy bands. That could be good. With ACDC? No. no. Oh, a- forget ACDC. Forget okay. ACDC. We're moving on from ACDC. <laughs> so that would be good. And KOTB, BSB, and NSYNC? Right. You could, And then, you know, have Justin Timberlake come out. Mm-hmm. Not, if Justin Timberlake would come. That would be cool, you know. I mean, That would be his first time back, wouldn't it? And it would be very easy, and I'm sure you'd get no kickback for them tracking. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. No. Can you imagine how big that show would be if Timberlake came back? Forget the fact that he'd be back with NSYNC. But just because he is the fifty percent of the most notorious Super Bowl halftime of all time, I think NSYNC you would getting ha- back together anyway. You would for ha- trolls have to pay him. I know they don't pay; they're notorious for not paying people. There's no way Justin Timberlake comes back to that stage. If he would do it, he might be still a, a salty little, about little it. Salty about two thousand four. He didn't get much of the heat for that, though. No, but there was backlash a little bit, like. Janet definitely bore the brunt of that. It was definitely a sexist, absolutely uh-huh. sexist way to look at that whole thing. Every yeah. time I heard the story, it was Janet, Janet, Janet. I almost never heard his name. It was like her nip on purpose right. popped out. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how the story went. Yeah. <laughs> you blame it on Janet Jackson. It was her nip that popped out. Well, nips don't have brains, right? <laughs> arms either. Either yeah, or arms. You know, they don't just pop out on their own. Something got to happen. Timberlake walked away. I was like, I didn't see anything. Uh-uh. Right. <laughs> I wasn't involved. And not one. You know, I'm still waiting. It's almost 20 years after that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And if they're smart on the 20-year anniversary, they would have them back together to reunite. But anyway, they still have not apologized to radio. If no. there were a business that were affected by that 2004 oh God, yes. halftime show, it was radio. And they should give free tickets to every radio person that was fired. Yeah. Dang. Because the guy from Clear Channel goes before Congress and says, we're going to be vanilla now. Mm-hmm. We're not even going to say damn on the radio. Right. And we're just going to fire anybody that has a dirty mind or tries to be edgy. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys realize that was on TV, right? Right. <laughs> there were people on the radio. I knew people that were fired for accidentally saying something in the background or were recorded and somebody else played it. Oh my god. And you know, a word was put over there. I mean it was it was a very tumultuous time in our business. And I think they should get free tickets to every person that was fired because of the whole Nip, Nipplegate or whatever they call it. All right, third round of headlines. Nikki D, what do you got? I'm going to tell you why some Amazon employees could possibly lose their jobs. All right, getting learned a little bit, getting smart on a Wednesday. Pay attention. Your third round of headlines here in a minute. Huh? Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about. 
headlines. All right, uh, round number three of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air. That is 530 Good Air. Get some out at the house. Make sure your AC is working good for the good guys. Heating and air. Nikki D. Amazon CEO says get back to work or else. H3. The long, slow creep back to the office continues today with Amazon boss Andy Jassy. He's the latest to say it's time to return. May 1st is a deadline that any Amazon employee that has not already returned to the office will have to come back, but only for three days a week. Amazon employees have been fighting this since May of this year, pushing back against it. And the CEO says if they do not return to the office, that more than likely they will not have a job. And if you have Prime, you have two days to respond. Stupid. Is that uh, the word you're looking good. for? Yeah. 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 Yes, accurate. Uh, well, and they only have to see. I didn't know that they only have to yeah, work th- only three days a week. Oh my god! The biggest bunch thing- of pansies get back to work. Exactly, only three days a week. And the biggest change that they made that I kind of agree with some people who didn't agree with that was people that lived in like smaller towns. They mandated that they move to bigger cities to go to certain offices. Now that. Uh, I didn't really agree with. So a lot of people quit that didn't want to move. So the big misconception post-COVID is uh, every job can be done remotely. That is inaccurate, completely false. All right. Mm -hmm. What we did learn is that there are some jobs that you can do just as well remotely. And actually some people work better better Mm -hmm. in that atmosphere. We learned that and you should cater to that. But when it comes to, the office in the synergy that you cannot repeat remotely. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people out there uh, that are just like they're just they're just living off the, the the COVID lifestyle, and it's like shut up. You know, if that's what they want you to do, then do it. If you don't want to work there, work somewhere else. Find but another job. But don't bitch about it and complain about it. It's just because it happened at one time. You have to adjust and change. That's. That's what the company policy is. You're not running the joint. Become president. Change the rules. Mm-hmm. But until then, if you want to work there, shut up, get to work, and stop whining. Their company phrase is disagree and commit. Because you can't, you know, like when we went through it in this business, it was like I, there were other reasons why I wanted to work remotely and I built a studio and all that stuff is because I couldn't stay on my partner. But, <laughs> you know, I never disagreed with the synergy of the radio, especially content providers you walk in the hallways and you have a quick conversation with a salesperson or a promotions person like I just did with Megan or whatever. And they're like, oh, that's that's a I didn't know that. that's a good. Con- I didn't know that was happening. That's good. Go on the air. Talk about it. Right. Like you found out the other day about the HIV cat that I didn't even know existed. Right. Molly's HIV right. cat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no idea. Me either. You're not going to get that on Zoom. Not at no. all. You'll never know. All right. Very exciting time. The poll right now on uh, our social media on the secret special surprise that I brought for Baby Man uh, is what? Right now, my guess of Sriracha is winning at 41%, followed by Nelson's good. Salad Spinner at 34%. So you can still get those votes in on the text machine. My Sriracha is at 100%. Everybody's voting that on the text machine. So right. still get those in. Well, get your blindfold out. I got it. Because we're going to do the big unveiling Ooh. of what the second surprise prize for Baby Man is. Mm. Very exciting stuff that's about to happen, but you're not going to get it without the blindfold at first. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 You scared? A little bit now. Yeah. I'm scared. It's not even me. It's just a handful <laughs> of sriracha. All right. We'll do that. You're next. Hang on. Nelson, why aren't you wearing your blindfold? I'm not. Because I'm setting. Th- what? <laughs> I thought you were really upset for a second and I was about to lose my ass. 
Bogo, you know what that means? Oh, what? Buy one, get one. And Why are you playing guys? commercials? What's wrong with you right now? Because it's, it's a touchscreen. One of them's a touchscreen, and one of them's not a touchscreen. Why is the music so loud? Because he didn't turn it down. He's trying to set up the video. What did we talk about multitasking? That's not your strong suit. I know that. You need to, like, do something and then take an hour in between. <laughs> like, you're fixing cameras for FBI friends coming after the show. Yes. And then you're, you're just all, you're a mess right now. Relax. Breathe. He's winning over Got there. his headphones off his ear like a DJ in Vegas. <laughs> He's nervous about what I have in his bag. So this is the big secret reveal uh, for Baby Man. I said two secrets, two surprises over the last couple of weeks. So we had the Baby Man parody that we played and everybody loved. Loved. All right. And uh, now I have the second one. I know we asked earlier what your your guesses were here in this room, Nikki and Nelson, and put them up on the social media. And there's mm-hmm. uh, uh, peach jam, and there's a salad spinner, there's sriracha. And there's something else. Costco gift card. Costco gift card. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping for is a Costco gift card. I know you are. <laughs> All right, well, put your blindfold on. Uh, we're live as well on Listen to the BS on Instagram. All right, thank you. That's great. Kind of, why does your blindfold have knots in it? Because it's three, <laughs> it looks it's like three a... towels I tied together last night. Did you did you allow the woman to escape in order to bring that to work today? Yeah. <laughs> looks like that's something he cleans his car with. It looks like something he keeps somebody tied up with. That too. He's got knots. All right, can you see? Now he looks okay. like a weird Ninja Turtle. All right, here we go. You're a weird. Don't ninja say anything, Nikki. Okay. All right. Where's our oh. Where's our camera live? Uh, live is right in front of me. All right. I'm gonna. Oh. Oh. What? Whoa. What? Do a what? Oh. What? Oh. Oh. Shocking. Down, I don't Nelson. want. I don't want shocking. <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch it. I don't want it anymore. Let me out of the ride. Right. No. Just wait. Oh God. Stop saying shocking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Give me your microphone. I need your microphone. Host needs mic. Okay. Put your finger out, but be careful because I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to shock you. I don't want to hurt you. It, it, it could be sharp, too. Turn your turn your finger upside down. He's so right. scared. It's going to be wet at first, and then it might sting. <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might feel a little gross. Okay? Don't worry. You're not allergic to... Uh... <laughs> okay, I want to put something on your finger at first. Okay, you're going to do... Yes. yes, you do. Yeah. Put it in your mouth. Say, say, I, baby man, will do everything <laughs> Bailey says. Okay, here we go. Right. Put it in your oh, mouth. Jeez. Is this thing on? This is on, right? It's on. Okay. All right. I don't know. It, like, should I charge it up again or? It's not gonna. It's not gonna take it off, is it? No, it won't take it off. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to lose a finger. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> He's freaking out. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You believe that? No. no. Okay. Here we go. Don't move your finger. It's coming. You feel that? Is it hurt? It's okay. coming. Here it comes. Slowly but surely. It's like a diabetes test. No. Hold on. Hold. Stop moving. Baby man. Okay. Now put. It is wet. Yeah. Put that in your. Put that in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Right. Put that in your mouth and tell go me what you what you taste. <laughs> mm, it's, it's like it's peppery. It's like, did you home make sriracha? Uh, my wife did, yeah. Nikki D is the winner. Yeah, you are. And why does your microphone keep doing this? And here, you take that. And you have your face on it, so it's your own personalized brand of sriracha. And I made stickers for it, labels, 
and I call it Gotcha Sriracha. <laughs> oh my god! Perfect. So, so, so you can you can thank Rach for for this uh, for this for thank this move. You, Rach, oh, that is so nice. And, and she and she did not realize when she got into this project what goes in. So there's a shortage of sriracha sauce. Oh, Nelson yes. is addicted to the to sriracha. Oh like my he, god! Yes. He, he he brings it with him wherever he goes. I do. And now because either a you can't find it anywhere, or b if you do find it. They're charging like fifty or sixty dollars for a bottle that normally costs four or five. Right, a lot of money. Right, and uh, so so Rachel's like, I'm going to make him some sriracha sauce at the house. You know, she's good like that. She didn't realize that you need all these ingredients, and you have to let it ferment. So, like when I said it took up the whole pantry, mm-hmm. I might have been embellishing a little bit, but literally it was on like the different shelves and the smell. And it smelled mm. like pepper, so the smell, the scent, the, uh-huh. the aroma, aroma took up, up the whole thing. And the, the clues that I gave you is I don't need to buy a vowel for the first two. You don't? Because it's SR. SRI. Yeah, I didn't get that. SRI. That's the next level. SRI, yeah. And then I said you the band SR71 could help you. That's what got me. SR. Yeah, I couldn't get past right now, or it was a plane. <laughs> I couldn't get past so, it. Okay, so g- first give, off, give me a taste test. It's gr- I, Did you not just see me guzzle it? No, I don't like no. it. I just, had a sh- I just took a shot of it. I'll take it home. That's disgusting. You're Ooh. shooting sriracha sauce. Mm. Is is delicious? Ooh. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, it's, better- like, it's like fresh. It, it's Whereas oh, sriracha sauce that you get from the company or whatever, you can tell that's like been sitting or whatever. That tastes fresh, like a fresh salsa or... It's really good. Is it better than the stuff you buy in the store or you steal at the Chinese restaurants? Uh, well, yes, because it was made with love. <laughs> well, give, me, give me an honest answer. I mean, I need you to be honest. I mean, now, this if you answer best. incorrectly, you're probably going to get beat up for it. But. This this is the best that I've had that is not sriracha itself. I would put that toe-to-toe with real sriracha from Hoi Fong. That's a good answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, who's, first who's Ho- off. Who's Hoi Fong? Is that a friend of you? That, yes. Hoi? You remember my friend Hoi? Uh-uh. <laughs> From the famous does he make cook? No, it's a Chinese. His American friend Chips Ahoy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chip is an American friend, yeah. <laughs> and his Asian brother does the sriracha sauce. Hoy. So yeah. first off, I would just like to say thank you to you being Big Daddy Bang Bang because that's the only man that could have landed such a wonderful woman. Yeah. So thank you for being a wonderful human. All it took was a, it took was a blue pill and a <laughs> distraction, and she was mine forever. And secondly, thank you to your wife Rachel because that is really sweet that you would do that, and that is really good yeah. hot sauce. And like, so how? Like this is just like a sample bottle, right? You got like a gallon of it somewhere else because that's only going to last a couple of days. No, I think she's got more. She bought a bunch of uh, first, first ones free. It's like a drug deal. <laughs> well, that's yeah. So the next part of this conversation, if you want to subscribe, you don't have a bottle coming every month. You can sign up for six months. <laughs> and don't worry, I'm not going to charge you fifty dollars a bottle. This is only thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> He's gonna die before he even gets oh. to his next month. Oh my god! No, I, I, I'm pretty sure she's got more at the house because oh she bought god. a bunch of the the plastic things. And then I did the stickers last night. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's so cool! Thank you. Are so. you gonna eat it on some things at your house now and try it out? Oh, I'm gonna make some Korean beef just for I'm this. Talking to Bailey. Yeah. Oh. Look at who she's looking at. I'm looking at the bottle. That's Sorry. all he's looking at is the bottle. I'm I, asking Bailey if I, he's gonna try it since he's at his house. I, I'm not a sriracha guy. I know you're not, but I'm saying this might taste a little different, better. No, not interested. No. Okay. No. I just thought I'd ask. No, not interested. You can have it all. 
Thank you. <laughs> you and, if it, have it all. and if it's that good, I'm going to start going to these little yeah. market, market fairs and start selling it. Yeah. Dude, Ray, you Rach needs to set up her tent, be a vendor. We went to uh, the, the Peach Fest or whatever it was in Folsom a couple of weeks ago and met some good people. A lot of local people do some really good rubs. Mm-hmm. And being a grill guy, I appreciate that. And uh, there is this lady out of El Dorado Hills that has like a, I think like an olive farm, and she does olive oil. Yeah, I remember you telling us that. And uh, cherry vinegar, which is it's it's not easy to find because mm. that's what I use to to spritz my meat. Mm. You know, I have a brisket on there for you know ten, eleven, twelve hours, and every sixty minutes I'll spritz it with some cherry vinegar. So that was good. Spritz me anytime. Can you think of anything else that you've tried to duplicate at your house? That came out just as good, or maybe possibly it was so bad that you refused to even try it again. I can tell you one thing that we've tried numerous times at our house. This is the first for the sriracha uh, that I thought tasted exactly the same as how the store sells it. (laughs) My daughter did not, which makes me believe something you said also, Nelson, is that you get so caught up in what you normally are used to at the brand. Mm -hmm. It's tough to think that you can actually make that on your own for a quarter of the cost. Right. All right. right. We'll continue this conversation if you want in. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. I don't think I've ever seen anybody eat sriracha without it on anything. No, not until today. Yeah. You too? Yeah. Yeah. He's just downing it over there. Nelson just eats it. You know, like those people that eat ketchup. (laughs) They just eat ketchup out of the bottle. I can't stand that. Do you eat ketchup or drink ketchup? You drink ketchup, Drink ketchup? I I don't know. That's a, that's a, I think you drink it. I think you drink it too. My gut reaction says you drink it. You don't have to chew it, so you're not eating it. Do you You eat? Just swallow it. Do you eat mustard or drink mustard? You drink mustard. Do you eat ranch or drink ranch? It's you, all liquidized. You eat all of that stuff. Think you I mean, you drink ranch. all of that stuff, yeah. But okay. once it's on a salad, you don't drink ranch. No, you eat it at that point. So if you pour it, you drink it. You pour it, you drink it. Okay, there we go. You put it in your mouth and chew it, you eat it. Well, my wife was uh, sweet enough to make Nelson some homemade sriracha. So that was the big unveiling last segment, the big surprise. He's he's, he's besides, beside himself right mm-hmm. now. He's very excited. He's got sriracha because he, he's been having withdrawals because you can't find a... Yeah. The, his sriracha anywhere, and it's too expensive when you do find it. So he's very, very excited about this. Uh, and, you know, if and he's the sriracha connoisseur. He yes. is. He the one got me eating it. So this might be a side hustle for the Bailey household. Uh, yes. If, You've got something here. If it's that if it's that good. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of things that you'll, you'll like, I'm a, I like to try to make things at home that I like in the store. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I feel like I'm getting one over on the man. You are, if you do, especially <laughs> right? if you do it right. If you do it better, yeah, if you absolutely. Well, even if you do it the same or even slightly off, because it's not sure. going to be exactly the same. No, 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 never. But if you can, it's just kind of, and you can save a few dollars here, and you don't have to make the trip here, and you're like, I'm giving it to the man. Yes. And for years, my daughter, just like probably many of you and your daughters, addicted to Starbucks. I mean, <laughs> uh. Addicted to Starbucks. Every day, Starbucks. Every day, pink drinks. You know, and I've had to break it down for her, showing her the credit card and how much it cost Mm -hmm. to go get a Venti, no, I'm sorry, a Trenta. Ooh, the big one. The I tre- don't even drink it all. A Trenta, you're right. They don't. It sits <laughs> in the. It, it sits on the on the the counter or in the in the refrigerator. Yep. A Trenta pink drink, light ice, no strawberries, extra base mm. every time. Damn things like eight dollars. It is a day. 
Mm-hmm. That's $56 a week. Wow. All right. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But they're not paying for it, so they don't care. Yeah. That's $224 a month. For pink drinks. For pink drinks. They don't even get drank all, all right? Don't know. So we've tried to, we've attempted to make them at the house. Mm-hmm. Doesn't taste the same? I guess not. I, I thought it tasted fine. But Have you tried both? Did you try both? I tried both, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't like either, but I've tried. I was going to say, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I tried it's it at Starbucks. Sweet. I was like, oh, no. That's it. And I'm like, you know what's horrible for you? And she goes, no, it's made from coconut milk. I'm like, <laughs> it, it's got like 39 grams, if not more, of sugar. <laughs> and you get the big one, so that's probably more grams of sugar in there. So have you tried some, to make something at the house? Yes. Uh, during COVID, we had First Watch come into your house bringing us breakfast a lot. And that's how I got introduced to that million-dollar bacon. So I went to Kroger. I bought the bacon with the pepper already on it. And I got all these different, like, maples and syrup mixture things I tried. And I went home and made it. Now, really? did it taste the same? No. But it was a very good dupe to where I, when I get the craving for it, I can make it myself. See, this is what you do. Something like that especially. People aren't going to know about the million-dollar bacon. Right. And now you got the Nikki D bacon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is good. And you're like, yeah, you know, it's, it's my own thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> it's, but I when I was single, I, I thought I was, you know, suave cooking for these girls. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, it, it was usually a go-to noodles and shrimp or something like mm-hmm. that. And I think uh, I, ch- I was, like, trying to make this honey-based, you know, thing. So I'm you know looking up, you know, honey-based. It's like orange juice and, and honey uh-huh. and then with pepper and stuff. And I thought I was so cool. <laughs> and I remember this girl one time going, God, this this sauce is amazing. I was like, yeah, it's something I put together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sauce guy. I'm a, I'm a sauce guy. It's, you know. it's, it's, it's kind of a thing. I'm surprised you didn't try to do this sriracha, Nelson. I never even thought to try and make sriracha. It never even crossed my mind. And I've done dupes and stuff at home. Like, I, I figured out a pretty good dupe for the, the Dunkin' iced caramel latte because you can buy the Dunkin' coffee in, in the stores. And right. I've done that. And not one time did I think to make the sauce. Just need a bunch of peppers. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else was in it. And but. I feel like this would be the place to do it in because there's so much fresh produce everywhere. Well, they were oh, the, yeah, absolutely. They were the reddest peppers I had ever seen in my entire life of America. Why didn't you guys get them, but Hoi Fong can't find them? Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that what the deal is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the specifically peppers. the red peppers. Mm-hmm. So a two peer just said on uh, on on our our private Facebook group, we have a chat. Like there, if you join like the two peers again, I know we have to kind of explain this because there's new people to the show, but that's what we call our audience. There's a reason for it, and it explains it. If you want to join, there's a private Facebook group, and just search the BS two peers, and you'll see what it is. But anyway, uh, it, within that Facebook group, there's a private chat. So people can reach me at any time and like just like it's dude, we text back and forth. <laughs> and so somebody just said that uh, the reason why that you can't find that sriracha is what was that Hoi Kong? Hoi Fong. Mm-hmm. Hoi, what? Hoi Fong. Hoi Fong. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. He had a falling out with the pepper company or something. Is that true? I just heard that they had a low supply because of poor crops. Right, that's what I heard, too. The crops didn't come Somebody's telling me that Mr. Fong had fallen out. So he just lying to us saying, oh, yeah, the field's drought. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense because traditionally peppers grow better in drought than they do in other places. Yeah. So I guess we don't know. Damn you, Hoy. We'll find out maybe later. Damn you, Hoy. It comes out. Damn you, Fong. You're Fong on this, by the way. (laughs) I knew you were getting ready to come up with something. 
I knew it. I don't know. I think I'm right. No, nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. You know? <laughs> and that's that's where we get down to the bottom. Bottom. When we get down to you know nicks and crannies. Nobody's nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why the finder's keeper mentality got a man arrested. All right, also take any last-minute calls, comments, concerns, anything on the text machine, all the same number, 916-909-0985, and then we'll roll some credits and get out of here for a Wednesday. Give us a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. All right, for the final round of headlines, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D, quickly, please. If you pick up a dollar in front of a bank, is that robbery? H4. Police in Clinton are investigating an afternoon bank robbery. They tell us he took cash and then crossed Clinton Boulevard before getting into this vehicle. I see you pondering my question over there. That's a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the answer is no, but yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Well, this guy, 56-year-old guy in Trumbull, Connecticut, did something similar. He saw a bag just sitting on the ground outside of the Mm -hmm. bank. He picked it up. He said he felt like it was finders keepers, and he walked off with the bag. Well, it contained $5,000 inside. An employee had accidentally dropped it. They did charge him with larceny for stealing the money. They told him he had to return it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's against the law. No, it's not against the law. I'm I'm changing that. Okay, well. I mean, or I don't know what I'm well, doing. Well, you need to go help him get out of jail because he's that's in jail. Re- that's the, <laughs> here's the thing. This is, we don't hold people accountable. If anybody should go to jail, it's the dumbass who dropped it. Right, she should definitely be in some type of trouble for dropping it. That's on you. But no, nothing happens to the idiot. No. It's the person that's like, there's 5K. It's on the ground. It's not in anybody's hands. I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. It's either me or somebody else is going to take it. I'm going to take it. Well, they said if the money would have been loose, they wouldn't have charged him. But because it was in the bag and clearly marked that it belonged to the bank, that's why he's being charged. Just like if you get extra money sent to you. Like the the see here the stories every once in a while where your company will put an extra zero at the end of your paycheck. Yep. I, had a, I had somebody I worked with um that uh, the company paid her a million dollars more than what she makes. So she had, for for a minute in time, she was a millionaire. She was. <laughs> she had a million dollars in her bank account. Wow. And uh, she comes to me and she's like, what do I do? And I said, you keep it. She goes, no, I can't do that. I said, why not? She goes, it's not my money. I go, is that your bank account? Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else have the password? Yeah. That's your money. Okay. Yes. You know, it, it's not your fault that you don't want to give that back whose fault it is is the one that screwed up by putting it in your account. Mm-hmm. They should be in trouble. I would have, as quickly as I could, try to transfer as much of that money out of my account somewhere yeah, else. But you yeah. know, you or know. spend it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'll be back in a second. I'm going to buy a Ferrari. <laughs> Just let my account be negative. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I would have taken it all. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's not it's that not. guy's fault. I yeah, agree. but you know, with in her case, that there's somewhere when you signed up for the bank account that there's like a, a fine print that you signed that said. Well, they should bring that to my attention when I sign up for the bank account. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm running blind here. <laughs> all as I know is I have, I have money. You have bank. I give it to you. I bring. I take it out. I mean, I don't know the rules. I don't know if I found a bag of money on the ground. I would have taken it, too. I'm not going to lie. But think about what I'm saying. How crazy is that? Like, this guy goes to jail. He finds money on the ground. It's like finding $5 on the ground or a dollar on the ground, and somebody comes up to you and says, that's my money. You stole it. Mm-hmm. You're you're a thief. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing. Yep. Right? 
He didn't hunt this person down. It wasn't nope. premeditated, blah, blah, blah. He didn't walk in the bank. He didn't stick him up. He didn't do any of that. But for the dumbass <laughs> that drops it or loses it, mm-hmm. they get nothing. Nope. Right. You know, I mean, I can't tell, not that I've done it a lot, but I, one time uh, I was in uh, Mississippi, I was gambling. And I drank a lot the night before. And I'd gotten up uh, fairly early the next day to go play in a poker tournament. And I get there, and uh, I lost like $300 cash. Not in the tournament, just on just the ground. Oh. You know, so and I, I was like, where's this money? Where's this money? I, I looked for it. I didn't find it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's my fault. Yeah, because so you lost it. So whoever got it, they deserve to get it because my dumbass was not focused. Absolutely. I've said that anytime I've dropped money, like, well, I bless somebody. Yeah, right. That's what we're doing. That's what happened. We're the Blessing Brothers. Blessings on blessings. <laughs> blessing, blessing bros. <laughs> All right. Quickly from the text machine. Uh, bro, it's a conspiracy. They obviously, obviously pulled out the boob on purpose for censorship laws. There you go. And? Um, that way with Taco Bell sauce, talking about Nelson Sriracha. Yeah. Hmm. They love it. They need it. They have to have it. And maybe tomorrow we'll get our sound effect from the text machine. You went right we'll into the text again. machine. You didn't even pause. I had the button right here. Right. Nikki D, you got well, anything before we get out? <laughs> Finders keepers. All right. Nelson. Excellent. <laughs> At Listen to the BS, thank you so much. Uh, a new episode of the BS Uncensored. Our podcast is up on uh, the Odyssey app as well as thebaileyshow.com or anywhere where you get your podcast. And the video version is on our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Bye-bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment.